This is the Gospel for Life, where we have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. Around the table today is Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Jonathan Van Hoogen from Dayspring United Reformed Church, Vinnie Hanke from Valley Life Community Church, and Ryan Hemphill from Treasure Valley Reformed Presbyterian Church. To catch earlier broadcasts, just search The Gospel for Life wherever you subscribe. To find out more about this ministry and about our annual conference, go to ReformationBoise.com. Welcome back to The Gospel for Life. We, as a result of being in Reformation Month, are thinking about talking about the five solas of the Reformation, and we've been talking about the formal principle of the Reformation, sola scriptura, which is that the Word of God is authoritative and the sole authority for life and and faith for the the Christian. We started by talking about inspiration, infallibility, inerrancy, and then we started in on what are referred to as the attributes of Scripture. I use an acronym to help me remember. It's called SCAN, so that's sufficiency, clarity, authority, and necessity. A really great book on this topic, very entry-level, very readable, is Kevin DeYoung's Taking God at His Word. So if you are just looking for a great foundational book, not defending Scripture. So he doesn't. He, he actually just begins the book by saying, I'm not going to def- make a defense for Scripture. I'm just approaching this and saying Scripture is the authority for life and godliness. But he goes through the the attributes of Scripture, and so I, I have found it to be a helpful book. I don't know if there are other books that you guys have read on the on Scripture that you found helpful as well. None I can pull out of my head right now. <laughs> I thought R.C. Yeah, Sproul's probably, book, Knowing Scripture, yeah. was very helpful. Yeah. Um, Sinclair Ferguson um, has a book entitled Out of the Mouth of God, I believe. That's um, a short little accessible book. Uh I can remember. Pink, A.W. Pink has one, I think, just in call, entitled um, The Authority of Scripture. Um, There's a man in this room that lives with his books. <laughs> <laughs> so there are books that are out there, but I would recommend Kevin DeYoung's if you haven't read one on, on, on Scripture. I, I, to me, it's a, it's a very accessible book. Right. Vinny, were you going to? Yeah, I got one. But it, it's how to choose a translation for all it's worth. I really like Gordon Fee's work yep, on there because yep. he, he does some work helping us understand how we receive our English Bibles and understand the methodology. So I like that one. Um, it, it doesn't touch on some of the other themes, but I think that it gets a helpful one in your library when you think about the Scripture. Jen Wilkin has a book called Women in the Word. Um, yep. I don't know why they always do this because it's actually a great book just for anybody. It's not really about women in the Word, but that's what it's titled. It's the marketing so, department. So if you're a yeah. guy, you can just get a black sharpie and just cross out the w-o and just put men in the word and it will work just the same way but it's a very good book or just cross out the whole word it's in the word in the word in In the the word word. (laughs) well today we've looked at the uh, at sufficiency we've looked at authority today we want to look at the attribute of clarity of scripture which always just yeah you know the you offered another word the other day the perspicuity of scripture and which is basically Clarity, it's the see-throughableness of God's Word, and, you know, having come through the Presbyterian Church, I love the Westminster Confession of Faith on this very subject in in Chapter 1. Actually, the Westminster Confession begins with the Word of God, and so that first chapter, it says, it reminds us that 
all things in Scripture are not alike plain in themselves, nor alike clear unto all, yet those things which are necessary to be known, believed, and observed for salvation are so clearly propounded and opened in some place of Scripture or other that not only the learned but also the unlearned in a due use of ordinary means may attain unto a sufficient understanding to them. And, uh, you know, so children can understand the Word of God. Uh, you know, the, the professor in, in his classroom can understand the Word of God. But all things are not the same. Scripture is not written uh, in the same way, so there are certain things that, uh, you know, even Peter talking about some of the things Paul uh, wrote, talked about how, that, that there were some things that were hard to understand, but, you know, they are, so the things that we need to know are plain. Yeah, I think that's that's the key there in, in the confession of faith, that all things which are necessary to be known, believed, and observed for salvation. Uh, God does not hide what is needed for salvation. It is stated clearly and, and, and plainly. And I've always found, you know, Peter's past, that passage there really encouraging in Second Peter 3, uh, 15 to 16, about how, you know, Paul says some hard things. Sometimes he says things that aren't easy to understand, and yet... God gives us, and he has so worked in his word that those things that are difficult can be understood through those things that are easily seen. So this is the principle of scripture interpreting scripture. And it's that that first principle of of going to the word and understanding what it means is that if you come across a text that is hard to understand, you can be confident that there is a place in scripture where God will explain that clearly. This reminds me of the old Christian hymn, uh, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Yeah. Yeah. The most important thing to know. Yep. Um, and, and that, so, so maybe I'm struggling with, uh, you know, eschatology or how to interpret the end times and that sort of thing. Well, you know what? The end is going to come regardless whether I know that or not. But what I need to know is about my salvation and who I'm following and what God requires of me. And those things are sufficient and clear to discover in God's Word. If you need a whole set of diagrams and mechanisms and helps and whatever in order to interpret the Word of God, probably something went wrong. Mm -hmm. God's book is not a puzzle. Um, There's not a secret code that is to be discovered. It, It doesn't have hidden meanings. So the the clarity of scripture, the perspicuity, which just let's just admit that that's a weird word. I because, love that word because it it's is so an hard. Clear word, such a hard word <laughs> means clarity. Yeah, it's really like the word lisp, because the person that has one can't say the word. I mean, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Thanks, English. Yes, um, we had a professor in seminary that would, our systematic professor that would say regarding the clarity of scripture. The, the Bible is a, a simple book written for stupid people, and uh, we are the ones that make it confusing. Yeah. So. Can I ask a question? So yeah. you, you mentioned one of the Sunday school classes you're doing. Um, do you think some of the this idea of the clarity of Scripture is lost? Because there, there seems to be such a fascination within the church about things that are unclear in Scripture. Mm-hmm. And so we're always looking to decode those, and perhaps we spend an enormous amount of time, I think about all the ink that's been spilled around the return of Christ and trying to nail down the details. Do you think some of that is because we we haven't clearly taught this or embraced this as a church, so we get really fascinated with the unclear things, trying to figure them out, rather than focusing on the 
clearer things yeah it was it was it was it mark twain that said it wasn't the things he didn't understand about the bible that bothered him it was the things that he did understand about the bible that bothered yeah. him <laughs> and i think that people want to move beyond those that substantive thing that bothers them about what god wants them to do and think about the unclear parts as a distraction maybe mm-hmm. yeah. i it always fascinates me even at some of our classes meetings so this would be like the presbytery meetings for our presbyterian brothers but some of the questions that are asked of candidates i'm thinking okay but how important is that i mean there's enough room in that category for uncertainty yeah what why are we concerned about those things where there there is kind of in the, the in the peter type of language there is room for difficulty and clarity in that particular area why do we why are we like you were talking about with the eschatology why are we so fascinated about those things Mm -hmm. when there's this whole huge category of things that we know that are so clear are so direct in scripture and i I don't maybe it's an avoidance technique i I don't know well we've been talking about the clarity of scripture and i think that what we need to realize it's it's all of scripture it's total scripture mm-hmm. it's you know that we're appealing to so there is a clarity that we can have in fact you know if we really do want to learn from god's word we 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 can lay precept and systematic theology and biblical theology and understand and lay it all out and and we will come to an understanding of it but it oftentimes takes a little bit of work the clear things, the very things that we're supposed to walk and you know and keep in step with the Spirit with, are very uh, understandable from God's Word. Yeah, I've I've been amazed over the time. I've only been a pastor for for a little over nine years, but the same things that people will ask me after the sermon, like, and and part of me wants to say, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't actually don't care. I mean, because it's so non-important, like. They're, they're, they're gravitating towards a point in the text where I'm like, but why would that matter for life? Why would that matter for, for your everyday faith, that little obscure little nugget in the text? I, I don't know, and I'm not sure if I need to know. But it's, it's just weird. I'm like, there was a lot of other things that I said this morning that I think might have been more important. <laughs> why do they fix it? Why is the, this fixation with the obscure? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We don't. We the Bible is not some kind of secret code. You know, yeah. that, you know that just you thinking about to, that. Yeah, that you have to you know work your numerology through. We don't. We don't numbers. need Da Vinci. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> There's a little bit of a truth that I'm dating myself a little bit here, but back when you know Jay Leno was still, and some of you listening to this may not even know who that is, but uh, he did his little monologue once, and it was during a period where there was people looking for all these hidden messages in the scriptures and i remember it because i was kind of surprised because he pointed out you know in kind of a joking way like why are we looking for hidden messages in the scriptures should we focus on exactly what he says (laughs) (laughs) do not murder do not steal do not do all these things and he started like listening off i was like all right go jay leno i'm just gonna help you out here brian by using the phrase i'm dating myself i know you dated yourself (laughs) because young people don't know what that phrase means Uh, they actually think you're literally dating yourself okay so what do they say? Yeah. Maybe that's for another off air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But even using <laughs> the same dates you because the, the, the kids don't know what that means. It just makes me laugh. 
We are going to cover one last attribute in our remaining little time here, and that's the necessity of Scripture. And really, this boils down to the difference between general revelation, at least in part, and special revelation. Just talk our listeners through those two categories. Well, the general revelation is all of creation that uh, cries out that there is a God, and we, we know that he exists and are without excuse, as Paul says in Romans 1. Uh, the special revelation is is the Word of God. General revelation tells us that God exists, but it doesn't tell us how we can be saved. And uh, we need special revelation to know how to be saved. The Word of God is necessary for not only coming to salvation, but to how to live a life of faith. Yeah. That we can know that there is a God through his world, through his upkeep of his world, through history and providence, through even partly our conscience. But to truly know this God and to live in a way that pleases him, um, we need the written, inspired, authoritative word of God. And yeah. and we need to open it. <laughs> it's not just, <laughs> not just we, buy it, but we need it. to actually read it. And... I'm going to just take a moment. Just We talked about the, the book Taking God at His Word by Kevin DeYoung. Um, but if you are looking for books that deal with just broadly the, the solas of the Reformation, mm-hmm. I would recommend two the first is Terry Johnson, The Case for Traditional Protestantism, The Solas of the Reformation. I think it's a, it's a helpful book. Um, there might be some, some bunny trails that he goes on that might not particularly be helpful for, for always um, the reader, but I think overall it's just a great book of, of laying out the solas. Ligonier just produced a, a devotional book that I'm quite excited about. It's called The Heart of the Reformation, 90-Day Devotional on the Five Solas. And so they break down in just little snippets just each of the five solas. So like in in the particular one about sola scriptura, it says, you know, it starts with natural revelation and then the limits of natural revelation, which is what we just referred to as general revelation, and then God's final revelation and God breathed out scripture. So they're just little short devotionals. Um, Have a scripture reading, have other passages that you can go to, um, and I would highly recommend it. Well, we'll see you next time.